Ready? And action! What line? What is line? I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Okay. Action! What is line? Take 13, action. I did not hit her, I... Okay, okay. Action! I did not hit her, it's not true, it's bullshit. I did not hit her, I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Hello and welcome to the Vertical Viewing Podcast from Vancouver, British Columbia. This is episode number 146. Whoa. And my name is Scott. My name is Jared. I'm Mike. Mike. Hi. Oh, okay. It's Hi. a different Mike. So yeah. you're here. Well, that must mean something is going on. What kind of movie might this be? Well, I don't know. Hmm. Is it some sort of superhero mass vigilante type situation? Starts Some. with a C and rhymes with a schmomic this book sucks. movie. This sucks. <laughs> Mike, hi. We're here to review Justice League, are we not? Uh, rumor has it that mm. is the case. Okay. Well, we, we're also going to check out some of the stuff we've been watching. I don't have a lot. I doubt you guys. I got a couple of books some that I'm going to talk about. But Red, you just got back from Hawaii. I did go to. You missed two uh, episodes that you haven't even listened to, folks. The fabled Isle of Maui. Red got hit by a tsunami. I'm basically Moana, and the ocean chose me. And your phone is no longer with us. The is, Pixel is your phone, 1 is not waterproof. Is it? Okay, so it's not in the Pacific Ocean. No, I managed to keep a hold of it, but the salt that made it into the body of the oh. phone did a number. Damn. How, how old was your phone? Um, <laughs> You don't want to ask that. I got it oh, no. at the beginning of um, October. Oh, Oh, no. It was a pre- replacement of a malfunctioning oh. device, so Google had just given me a brand new uh, Generation 1 Pixel. That's sad. I'm sorry to hear that. It's really. gone. I'm, so- I'm really sorry. I'm going to pour a sip for the homie later. That <laughs> is That it- is really rough. Yeah. yeah, but it's okay. We got a replacement on the way, so we'll be fine. You made it back. I did. From Hawaii. Unfortunately, he's not been able to listen to his own podcast that I'm, he missed. <laughs> no, I'm really... It's I missed the, you guys they, a lot. They don't have the internet in Hawaii. Uh, so, yes, we are here to review Justice League from director Zack Snyder. But first, you can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, uh, wherever this podcast leaks into the internet's deep crevices. It's all over the nooks and crannies. What else? Verticalviewing.com is where you can donate to the show. You can click the little donate button, and that's a PayPal donation, and Mm -hmm. we appreciate any size, you know, the smaller, the not the the smaller, the better, but, you know. Feel free. There right? is no minimum or maximum. You That's can help us, uh, you know, offset the cost of seeing movies, putting on the show, renting a piece of the internet to call our own, slicing off little internet pies for every ear-sized pieces for each and every one of you. Uh, if you want to help us defray those costs and keep the lights on, click on the donate button on verticalviewing.com. Uh, That's where you can also find some articles that I just wrote that are pretty fucking good. Yeah, they they really are. There's I'm, one about uh, Crimson Tide and Quentin Tarantino's and it's a Royale taste, with Cheese. a tasty and, nugget. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And uh, th- uh, Thor, Dutch Angles, 
there's yeah. too many of them. Coming soon, I'm going to let you know what I think about clapping at the movies. This oh, is, God, that happened last night. This has been... Oh, really? Yeah, dude. A Justice League? Twice. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. See? Okay. Well, yes, Red, Red has long had a major issue with clapping in theaters, unless it is in a film festival situation and the director is present. That's fine. Yeah, of course yeah. you should let him know you love okay. that shit. Well, he's going to give us... Uh, little article on that. Some insight. Verticalviewing.com. But if you want to get into a long-term relationship with us, what do you do then? Well, you would uh, surf the internet. Oh, uh, right. like the Like on a big silver surfboard over to www.patreon.com slash verticalviewing. That's mm-hmm. Patreon. Like P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Yeah. It's a cool website because there you can donate one, two, or three dollars per month and then you become a permanent fixture in the vertical viewing, like, what, family? Family? Yeah, I think you're a vertical viewer. Mm. You get access to the vertical viewing vault, which includes reviews of Snowpiercer, Dune. Lots of uh, Jake Gyllenhaal stuff. Yes, Jake Gyllenhaal is actually in the vault. So uh, if you help us raise enough money, we'll let him out. Yeah, we give him little snacks. Word has it he's the new Batman. Uh, Or he's on deck. Did you guys hear about this? I'm for it. Yeah, Ben Affleck, fuck off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go to vertical uh, patreon.com slash vertical viewing. Uh, and when you donate two or three dollars a month, then you can drive the bus. You get to tell us what to watch. Yeah, just like Edward did. Our under the skin review is coming next week, folks. We had to postpone. We want everyone to be here. We had some scheduling yeah. difficulties. Mike is not with us. Michael is not with us due to a uh, unexpected family visit, which somehow times up perfectly with Justice League, a film he did not want to see. <laughs> huh. yeah. hmm. Funny how that works. Uh, yes, but if you go to patreon.com slash vertical viewing, let us know what you want us to review. We have to comply. We don't really have a choice. Behind We're the green door. financially obligated yeah. to do what you want us to do. Uh, your thoughts and recommendations can go to verticalviewing at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at vertical viewing on Instagram at vertical viewing. We're not shadow banned yet. Not yet. Still killing it. Uh, our There's theme, some cool art on there, really. Yeah, it's getting lit on there. Our yeah, theme song. That's a wizard. Uh, every week is by the Anti Theory. That's Smart Bombs. It's pretty. It's dope. a nice. It's a nice little tune, isn't it? Yes, it's great. Um, can we get into the show? Why not? Let's. Mike. Hi. What's going on? You know, chilling. Have you done any of the things I've told you, like in terms of watching cool movies or? No, because your films suck. Yeah. Oh, I, t- I told them to watch Swiss Army Man <laughs> and Hell or High Water. Okay, Probably okay, told okay, them okay, to okay. watch Brigsby Bear, e- too. 18 months ago. I know, but I, I, I started. Did you watch I, Logan Lucky? No. <sighs> I did watch Logan, though. I gave Logan a rewatch. Fuck that. You've watched that twice and you haven't watched Logan Lucky once. No. You're doing it wrong. Or, I, was having, I was having lunch. Or at least watch. On Netflix. You could at least watch Lucky. Starring Harry Dean Stanton. Ooh. I mean, it really doesn't matter. So Festival movie. Yeah. yeah. But what did you watch, Mike? <laughs> All right. Well, I did I did uh, go with one of your recommendations. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. No way. Yeah. I watched Hell or High Water. Oh, my God. Nice. That's a really good movie. Yeah. Did, it was, I, I dug it a lot. It was like so Texas, it was beyond Texas. Well, West Texas is the Texas of Texas. Yeah. Fair enough. Even though most of it wasn't even filmed. 
in I know, Texas. I know, right? New Mexico. I think. Yeah, but it, uh, yeah, great film. I really dug it. Nice companion piece to No Country. I thought the two little uh, holding hands walking down the path oh. together. Yeah, it's yeah. it's um, it doesn't really do anything revolutionary. It's no. just it's just a good good yarn. So fucking solid in every way. Mm-hmm. Really great, like modern cowboy movie. Jeff Bridges is key. Like mm. the Roos- way Rooster Cockburn, just the way that he's so fat and shitty looking and doesn't yeah. give a shit about his appearance. Like it's so <laughs> awesome. Or, or, or the, like comes out of his mouth. The feigned racism <laughs> with his cop yeah. or with his partner too. Like but yeah. that relationship's the best. Oh yeah, there's an actual camaraderie there, even though there's some like they hate vile, each other. <laughs> vile, vile, like, vitriolic, yeah. Like, yeah, deeply racist stuff. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it shows you how complicated those kinds of relationships can be, even mm. like p- politically incorrect as they might they might be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, I gave that watch. Uh, nothing else though. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch that like every night. I will never take one of your recommendations again, Scott. <laughs> um, but I did watch The Dark Tower. Because, uh, yeah. You're a Stephen King fan. Yeah. Um, and I was curious to see what they did with it. Um, pretty forgettable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sadly. Yeah. Um, I really wanted more, and it gave me a lot less. Are you familiar with the, the book, series of books? Yes. Okay. I, I've, I've read a, a number of them. I haven't finished the series, but I have read a bunch of them. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I, I think I stopped right before, what is it, The Wolves of the Kala? No. That's What's a great one. Yeah, Wolves of the Kala. Kala, yeah. Yeah, I think I stopped just before that, whatever the book before that was. Oh, well, stick with it, my friend. The books are <laughs> worth it. By um, a guy named Steve King. Yeah, you might have heard of him. Um, he just did, there's a great video of him talking to George R. R. Martin circulating the internet. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, for those of you that are into that kind of thing. And uh, uh, George R. R. Martin gets to ask the question of how Stephen King writes so fucking fast. Hmm. So that's an interesting Look that one up if you're into yeah, that. Yeah, because uh, Mr. Martin could take some notes on that subject somewhere, because it shouldn't take you five years to write a sequel. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the, the, it's not a terrible movie, in all honesty. No, it's not terrible, but it, it, there, I, I wanted it to be more... Oh, big time. I, I don't think we were too harsh on it in our review. We were just pretty middling with it. Yeah, I think yeah. forgettable is a good yeah. adjective. Yeah. So, uh, other than that, I uh, watched uh, the remake, if you will, of Roots uh, from 2016. Do you even know that this happened? They remade Roots? Yeah, st- produced by LeVar Burton. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, it's actually, it's pretty good. It's a miniseries. Uh, I want to say eight or nine episodes. Um, it deviates from the book, oddly enough. There's some stuff in there that doesn't happen, at least that I recall, and I just read it again, or for the first time, rather, uh, probably like a year and a half, two years ago. So my memory is, I would say, fairly fresh, but there is like some weird stuff in there during the Civil War that I sure as hell don't remember that being in the book. Not that it detracted from the story or felt out of place. It was just like watching it. Why, why is this here? The, the, the story is fine on its own without adding yeah um is it any like is it any different than the original one from the 70s or is it no just it's the same it's, high it's, def it's, yeah it, we needed it's in 4k we, 4k yeah 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 we needed those like backlashes yeah, i was gonna say seeing people get whipped it's is, important right yeah 
so yeah i watched that it was enjoyable um because the story is important and uh everything that, that i uh saw on the, the show was fine like it's tv like it's not film yeah so the acting is only you know tv level but for what it was i enjoyed it uh other than that uh big mouth have you guys seen this on oh, netflix that's, that looks like a it's a puberty cartoon <laughs> show what yeah, is this dude, it is i haven't watched it but i know what you're talking about <laughs> all i've seen is every image it, it, from it is just this rude someone has a boner it, it, staring there, through if there is a word one word to describe that show vulgar would be it and it's it's amazing by, um, it is so funny the guy from bojack no no it's no. well i don't know about who's producing it but the guy voicing it in the main star he's from the league he's also he did uh hello broad was it hello broadway or oh hello? is it paul Shear? No, no no um i know who you mean i know who you mean do you remember you know the special i'm talking about the two young yeah comics. he's kind of got a rat kind of squished up face yes yeah. very much <laughs> yeah yeah he he had, uh, rat, rat face. he had his uh, his own show on mtv i think it's called like the kroll show his name's N- steve nick, kroll nick, or nick, nick kroll, kroll. Yeah, yeah 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 is, the, is this Mulaney. thing my fear John is that Mulaney, yes and what's the name of that special that's called uh, hello broadway yeah oh hello i think oh hello but this animated show is is it strikes me as something that is trying way too hard to be rude and lewd and sort of gross out. Is is it any good? I, I don't know that it's trying too hard as much as it is that's just what they were going for. Um, I I find it funny. Uh, I, don't, I know that my parents wouldn't find it funny, but... Uh, <laughs> I like how that's who you go to first. Well, would my parents like this? <laughs> it's a good gauge, usually. Yeah. You know, I'm middle-aged. They're at the one end, and I think everyone on the opposite direction would enjoy it, so... Okay. I, I would recommend it to people that aren't easily offended. And it is called... Big Mouth. How many... How, how much of this show exists? I think there's only one season so yeah, far. It's all on Netflix, the, right? Yeah, it's, it's on Netflix. happening now. Like, Many episodes. Okay, I dig it. Um, okay, Red, you have some goodies that you read, right? You went to the comic book shop. You said hello to Big Pete. Yeah, I stopped by Big Pete's um, and I picked up a few books. I read one, which is a very interesting and special book. Now, especially, I think uh, it's called Secret Path, and it's by Gord Downey and Jeff Lemire. Ooh, uh, this is a graphic novel about a, a young boy his name was uh Channy it, this is in 1966 and he ran away from a residential school so this book uh comes with a 10 song download and the 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 only writing in the book is obviously the lyrics to these songs uh they're they're pretty heavy and the book is not uh a really light read but uh, I haven't got to listen to the music yet so and this is all Stuff by Gordon Downey, obviously, that he yeah, wrote and this was written. performed. Yeah, well, but the, the, was... the musical yes, companion yes. stuff is also by him. Yes, the, Gord, the music and lyrics are by Gord Downey, and the, the graphic novel is written Who is, and drawn I by should him. say, was... Canada's poet. The, he's the, the singer of, of the Canada. Tragically Hip. Let's let's establish that. Oh, most, yeah, sorry, most, we do have international people, listeners. Yeah, most you don't people know. do not even know who the Tragically Hip are, I There's, would argue. Okay, so the Tragically Hip is like a, this massive band in Canada. But nowhere else. Really well known and like holds a really nice, deep place in people's, people's hearts. I would but, say uh, ma- centered mainly in Ontario. Yeah, people that like hockey. Yeah. Like the Tragically Hip. Mm-hmm. But the, the, um, they don't sadly, have as big of a... Sadly, they're not popular though outside of 
our country's borders. Yeah. Inexplicably, I think, like, they chose not to tour in the U.S. and, and Europe as heavily. Well, so it's not a big band. Rush Rush is so much bigger than the hip oh, ever. You know what I mean? It's just... Yeah. But but the the music that the tragically hit made is really special, and Gord Downey wrote lyrics like nobody else did. He really was a poet, and uh, so the writing in this book, the lyrics are really touching. And there's one story, especially about uh, the boy being given a jar um, with seven matches in it. And the, as the the story goes on, the, one of the lines is "Everything will be okay as long as there are seven matches." And then, but it keeps changing, right? Everything will be okay as long as there are six matches. Is everything will be okay as long as there are five matches? Ooh. And 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 it's it's like the end of the fifth element, right? When they're trying to trying to put the match on <laughs> the exactly stone. Exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly the same. Yeah. Um, but besides this uh, really heavy uh, dive into residential, did you schools, drop tier? Um, I did not. Um, but it is a heavy read. Um, but I think people should know about this, and uh, it's something. The part of the proceeds go towards. Um, uh, the National Commission for um, was it uh, something in reconciliation? Uh, I can't remember the name of the committee. So Anyways. this this would be for rep- reparations for the residential well, schools. It's, it's and, not and reparations, but there is there are things happening right now in Canada to address the fact that some atrocities occurred. You know that the government was responsible for taking uh, Aboriginal people's cultures and children's children's children away from them and putting them into these schools where they were really um really abused abused horribly physically mentally uh sexually molested but it's a Um, way of like cultural genocide right yeah Yeah. it's a really terrible dark part of our history that beat the indian out of them yeah the indian problem is what the government called it at the time yeah Um, so the government is now in the process of recognizing this and and apologizing and being trying to make itself accountable for these things and uh, so it's it's more and more coming, I think, into the public eye, and, and this book is a really uh, good example of that. Well so check said. It out. Check it out. I like that. But I want to lighten it up a little bit. Um, I also read, well, I didn't write, read yet, but I got the new Shaolin Cowboy. Oh. There's a new one. Yeah. There's a new big size Shaolin Cowboy. It's called Who Will Stop the Rain. Okay, so my question is, is, is this a collection of stuff that has been out for a while into a, a format or is this just new material? You it put looks out? like a number two. It's a Darren Stewart. Looks just like the, the, you know, the big one with the zombies. Yeah. 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 This looks like number two and there's a flying pig and stuff and it looks awesome. <laughs> uh, I also bought deconstructing the Incal because I've got the collected, uh, before the Incal, the Incal and the final Incal. So, um, none of them seem to make any sense. So this is a book that analyzes them and provides some insight into that. So, so that'll what, be fun. What the fuck is the Incal? Uh, I know this is it's a Moebius Jodorowsky collaboration, but what the fuck is the Incal? Oh, it's like this uh, thing. That, is it when they when they failed to get Dune made? Did they do this instead? Is that what? Yes, it is? exactly right. Okay. It's it's exactly that. So if you've seen Jodorowsky's Dune, um, that project failed, and Jodorowsky continued to pursue his vision, and those storyboards became the Incal. I want a Jodorowsky's Dune T-shirt. Yeah. Right. Just or walk. Like a, just a huge poster. Just rock a Jodorowsky's Dune shirt. You're the biggest neckbeard ever. <laughs> um, the last thing that I'll talk about today is something that I discovered that is now on YouTube. 
And it's a channel called Encore Plus. And this channel is noteworthy for anyone who is around our age, who is Canadian. Loves coin pushers. Deadly. <laughs> um, or anyone who's interested in, uh, let's say... Claw videos, yes. N- 90s Canadian television. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me tell okay. you some of like the much, television like programs much, that you can find well, on much Encore Plus. Retro Ontario was something maybe similar to this. So this one has Littlest Hobo, nice. Are You Afraid of the Dark, Mr. Dress Up, Ready or Not, Degrassi, Degrassi Junior High, Incredible Story Studio... Uh, Emily of New Moon. You can't do that on television? No, it does not go back that far. But it has some Mr. Dress-Up episodes from like 1985, so it's pretty cool. Um, it has Due South, has Da Vinci's Inquest. Now, I put a star next to this next one because I think everybody should check out. There's some miniseries on here. There's like a serious one about First Nations called Chiefs. Um, there's some really good stuff on here. CBC made this documentary or miniseries called The Great War in 2007 and you know to lend some uh some gravity to it to find to real to get a really big name for it they found the son of a former prime minister to (laughs) to star in this movie (laughs) and so the great war stars justin trudeau no way i thought you were gonna say mulroney no justin trudeau is in this movie and as i was saying earlier finding this new channel it just launched um so some of these videos have like no views yet um, my watch later list is now swollen <laughs> like you would not believe. <laughs> so you're just going to beat up all of these old school YTV shows. Well, like some of the, some of the documentaries and some of the, the feature length stuff that's on there is actually really quality programming. Okay. So okay. And I really encourage needles. everybody to, uh, go on to YouTube and check out Encore Plus. That's the little plus sign. Encore Plus. Mm, mm. Okay. Like, There's some French stuff too. So for our listeners who parlay français. I was going to say, this sounds like Canal, Canal Plus, you know, that French channel. We oui. mm. <laughs> Je sais. Feeling it. Okay, guys, I watched some things. Uh-oh. Qu'est-ce que went tu to the Rio. I went to the Rio Theater last night. Oh, oh boy. To, you saw. To watch The Disaster Artist. Oh, my. Uh, starring James Franco, Seth Rogen, Dave Franco, all sorts of... Basically, and the whole, one of them was at the, the theater. No one was at the theater of note. You were certain that Other it was going to be Rogen or Franco. No, certainly wasn't. So, the, the Disaster Artist is a comedic retelling of the making of The Room. The worst movie ever made. Directed by Tommy Wiseau. Um, now, I might actually have just rather gone for just a shot-for-shot remake of The Room with real big-name actors. Like, if as if it was good? Like, somebody turned it into a good movie? No, no, it wouldn't have made a good... If you shot-for-shot remake it, it's just as bad. It's just real actors having a blast <laughs> doing a, a sketch comedy that's... Yeah, like a spoof of the worst movie ever made. Uh, other, otherwise, James Franco is playing Tommy Wiseau, uh, who's this terrible actor who cannot like it comes to Hollywood with the intention of becoming a real movie star. What is his accent? That the whole movie is is uh, it, that's one of the lingering questions that looms over the whole movie. There's there's maybe three of them, and it, and it, it addresses them in the the end credits. Uh, you know. Right up. It says, no one ever knew, no one found out where Tommy Wiseau was born. No one knows how old he is. No one knows where his money comes from to this day. So there's all these things, these mysteries that exist about the room, which is 
it was a six or seven million dollar movie, which is so stupid. I did not know that the budget was that much. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because Tommy Wiseau wanted to make. I want to make real Hollywood movie. Uh, and so he decided to overspend, right? He went to the, uh, you know, the rental studio, like, to rent the cameras. And he's like, I want to buy them. I'd like to buy your cameras. And they're like, well, normally, you know, people, it's prohibitively expensive. Normally, uh, you rent it for the time that you actually need it, and then you give it back. No, it's okay. We're going to buy them. We're going to buy both. We're going to buy 35 millimeter. <laughs> We're gonna buy digital as well. And doesn't and he make like, doesn't he make a set of an alley? Exactly. Like he, he wants to perfectly recreate the alley. Exactly. So in they, a, in they a lot. Say, so why don't we just go into the alleyway to film it? So, this is real Hollywood movie. <laughs> so it's, it's this it's this guy who came to Hollywood just misunderstanding the whole st- studio system. I thought he thinking was that's like, just how it's done, right? No matter what movie you're making, do you think it he's has had a brain be, injury? I don't know. Like, is he? Aware? I, I, James Franco plays him in a really sweet, aloof way. That's you, you, he's he's likable because he is so stupid and ignorant, and you can't hate him, right? Like, was Tommy Wiseau aware of the this movie, The Disaster Artist? Like, is he? Oh yeah, he's in it. He's uh, he's in the Stinger. Yeah, <laughs> he's like contractually obligated. The movie's great. I don't know if it's amazing or anything. It's it's very funny. I don't know how it. I don't know how the disaster artist plays. If you aren't familiar with the room, I would imagine it's. It might be hard to watch just because everything has no context. All of the jokes are so specifically tied into all of the dumb shit that happens in the room. Like there's a sex scene where Tommy Wiseau's having sex with her belly button he's way too high up. yeah in the, in the scene it's just what is happening in the sex scene it's just so awkward and bizarre and there's so many things in it that are so inexplicable like the one part where uh mark says like oh you know she had this this girl she used to know a dozen guys and then she f- ended up on a hospital on broad street guy beat her head in and he goes, ha, 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 what a story, Mark. And they're like, they, they, any time in the movie, they go, Seth Rollins, like, cut. Why are you laughing? What? This isn't a funny story. So the Disaster Artist sort of takes its shots at asking, what the hell were these people thinking while they were making it, right? And you get to sort of see these conversations as they happen. Like, what could possibly have motivated somebody to make a movie this bad and, and to make the choices that they made, right? Um like how did how did this scene end up the way it is? Like this is your best take yeah. on this scene? Yeah, things like that. <laughs> um, and I will say that playing at the Rio Theater, which is where James Franco originally saw the room in 2013 when he was filming uh, the interview. This is according to something that was put on screen at the Rio Theater. Well, it's just it, it's a true fact. I, I remember reading about that back. Uh, when they were shooting it, like the the room screening was a huge success. So there's there's movies like this, like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, the Room is one of them where audience participation is through the roof. Where well, because you don't go to see a good movie, you go for the experience of. We have to go see the Room at the Rio. I'm telling you right now because people just do the lines right. Like every line as it comes, people are yelling at the top of their lungs at the screen and. Uh, there's a spoon in a frame, in a picture frame on the wall in this movie for no reason. And anytime it, you see it, people go, spoons! 
and people people bring spoons. So the whole time in the movie, there were people rattling like like with spoons. And I thought, what, are they going to stop? That's like a joke from The Tick. Yeah. Are they going to stop rattling the spoons? No. Yeah, no. This whole screening was a gong show. It was a fucking blast. People clapping and standing ovations and throwing the fucking Tommy Wiseau black wig into the air and shit. Like, it was completely complete mayhem. Uh, again, I don't know if that plays if you just go see this at the multiplex. Like at a Cineplex early yeah. on. Like, does this does this make any sense? I don't know if AMC is currently screening the, you know, like the room. A quarter, I think it comes out on December 8th. Um, but I just, I feel like 20% of the audience will actually know what the fuck's going on. Because uh, the room is still a cult classic that people don't really know about. Um, it's a weird little oddity. <clears throat> I, uh, what else did you watch, Scott? Well, I did a rewatch of Baby Driver. Um, I'm pulling it off the top ten list for... Is that because of the the allegations? For legal well, reasons. Yeah, the, the <laughs> producer is involved in some oh, hot water. It wouldn't be the producer. It would be the uh, the one of the leading stars. Wasn't it also a Weinstein movie? I don't think so. No, it's just a Kevin Spacey movie. So Kevin Spacey allegations. I, I don't feel comfortable putting Baby Driver on this. Actually, because it might not be as good as I originally thought. We were coming off of Hot Fuzz. We had a big chub on for Edgar Wright. <laughs> this is, a, I, as far as I'm aware, this is a great movie. Baby, that... Baby Driver is an excellent movie. It really is. But it, on a second viewing, it really showed its... Um, it's true colors as just a, a crime movie, like a with a fun thing that Edgar Wright with a cool to do. gag on it. Yeah, like at the like at the end of the day, it is it is a shittier version of true romance and so many other movies that we've seen where some but, guy finds a girl and they try to break out of it. And you were so have jazzed a, about the like it being a a perfect run of Guitar Hero, and it still works that way. The, I mean, the opening scene where he's going to get the coffee and the lyrics for the song is are popping up in graffiti as he's walking along and it's a brilliant movie but um it is a gag yeah and it is the most it gag. tires i don't maybe for me it i'd like to find out if it if it works for you on a I second watch view it again it didn't for me unfortunately that's too bad um but i did watch ladybird Starring Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse. Saoirse. It also stars Laurie Metcalf, who played the, uh, like, Roseanne's sister on Roseanne. And, and Jackie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she also played the crazy lady from across the road in Uncle Buck. Remember, she comes yes. home. She comes into the house and she finds Uncle Buck fucking the washing machine in the in the back. Yeah. <laughs> she thinks something's going on. She's wearing that, like, tracksuit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got a scrunchie. Um, Lady Bird. It is a cute little coming-of-age story. This thing's as a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, I can't give it a bad review. I'm not going to. It is extremely overrated, in my opinion. Um, it's it's your standard high school coming of age thing with really really good, genuine, authentic writing i i did actually identify a lot with this because the protagonist and her mother have uh sometimes a strained relationship i might say and and they one of the characters the father says something that i have been told many times in my life um and when they're when i i've been told scott you have a strong personality and so does your mom and that's why you don't get along 
Mm-hmm. And I don't really know what that fucking means. Is that a nice way of saying you both are dicks? I don't know. I don't know. But that's kind of the same thing. There's so much truth in Lady Bird. Um, like real real life. Yeah, it feels really... Verisimilitude. It feels really authentic, man. Like I, who, I, was it, who wrote it? Was it Greta Gerwig? Greta Gerwig directed it as oh, well. Oh, okay. Um, but she wrote it too? Yeah. Okay. It's really good. It's it's she's a Catholic uh, schoolgirl and she's finding herself and finding boys and all these. It's it's very standard stuff, but it is one of the best versions of one of these movies. Um, Top shelf. Yeah, like a Bildungsroman. I don't know what you just said. <laughs> That's also a word. Um, it's like very similitude. Oh, okay, teacher. Do you want to host the show or? <laughs> Should I stop? Calm down there, thesaurus. Using, uh, yeah, yeah. Ladybird is f- is fun. I I didn't find it as funny or as charming as I guess everyone else is is People finding are really it. Really, it turned on about this. Crazy. I don't know why. Like, it's 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 just fine. It's very sweet. It's very cute. It's it's cute as a button. But um, best picture, best director. I I don't know what you're talking about. No, we're t- this is the year that Thor came out. Okay. Fuck Thor. <laughs> Fuck Thor Ragnarok. Uh, that does it for me. Uh, I don't think there's any news or any other goodies that I can think of. Uh, I don't know. Has Tom Hanks been uh, accused of... Another... Yeah. Actually, there was another report of Tom Hanks... Uh, being, being super nice to somebody? being a nice guy. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I also... There's a little science tidbit that I'd like to share with you. Mm-hmm. Um, often people have a hard time telling the difference between crocodiles and alligators, and it's very simple. You can tell the difference whether the creature sees you later or in a while. Oh, <laughs> oh thanks, Dad. <laughs> I don't want to talk anymore. Just leave I, 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 I honestly want to just... Mike, it would have been better if you and me just stopped talking... <laughs> And there's just a door slam, right? The sound. Remember Homer Simpson, his own his own brain walks out and slams the door on himself, and then the car starts. Yeah, and I think there's an airplane sound, and he's flying on a tree. Yeah. Uh, okay, so are we just? I think they're gonna a, let like a, Steppenwolf out of his fucking cubes now, or what? What other reason would there be to bring Aquaman into this stupid fuck? See, they don't even want to bother designing a MacGuffin, so just make three boxes. <laughs> what should they be? Just uh, three cubes, man. Just three things. They're just things. They can't be together. It's a Triforce of cubes. Special skills include uh, viola, uh, web design, fluent in sign language, gorilla sign language. Silica-based quartz sand fabric, abrasion resistant, heat resistant. Uh, yeah, I do competitive ice dancing. It's what they use on the space shuttle to prevent it from burning up on re-entry. I do 
very competitive ice dancing. Whoever you're looking for, it's not. You're the Batman. So you're fast. That feels like an oversimplification. I'm putting together a team. People with special abilities. You see, I believe enemies are coming. Stop right there. I'm in. You are? Yeah. I, I need friends. So that was a clip from Justice League. Fueled by his restored faith in humanity and inspired by Superman's selfless act, Bruce Wayne and Diana Prince assemble a team of metahumans consisting of Barry Allen, Arthur Curry, and Victor Stone to face the catastrophe catastrophic that's it threat of steppenwolf <laughs> okay steppenwolf the, no, the, the famous yeah. canadian rock and roll band they're not canadian are yes they, they are really? seriously nope don't think so check it out we can do that we will <laughs> justice <laughs> on <League>. this episode <laughs> uh, justice league is directed by Zack snyder and it stars ben affleck henry cavill amy adams gal gadot ezra miller <laughs> Jason Momoa, Ray Fisher, Jeremy Irons, Diane Lane, and J.K. Simmons for no reason. Yeah, no reason. Not did even we need, a long did, time. Did we need I Commissioner just, Gordon? No. Contractually obligated. I mean, I guess he's part of Batman's sort of main contact Maybe, with the outside world or If something? we're going to see more of him in the future... Oh, oh, I, oh I remember. Great. Okay, okay. But, oh, wait. Didn't they say that they're not making any more, like... DC Universe. Well, I think the Batman movie is going to be standalone, right? Yeah, so... This is going well, everybody. The DC Universe is going really well. We've arrived at our ensemble piece. Did Justice League work in any way for you fellas? Mike? Uh, 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 oh. That so sound. Here, so here's, here's the thing. If you, if you try to take a look at, like the Warner Brothers slash DC universe as a whole. It's not the worst one of the bunch, um, but it had this weird thing that Suicide Squad had in a way where it was a complete shit show, but still entertaining. Hmm. It wasn't a good movie, hmm. but I still enjoyed parts of it. So I, I can't say it was a complete disaster. Hmm. Suicide Squad was entertaining. I thought so. It was the worst entertaining movie I've ever seen. <laughs> That's interesting. It was it was garbage. It was hot garbage, but I still found myself enjoying parts of it. Hmm. So it was it, it, it's kind of like eating like a shitty meal. <laughs> like I'm so hungry, but I'm gonna eat this shitty meal. Okay. okay. So what did what did Justice League taste like in your mouth? <laughs> Red's not going to like this. McDonald's? Uh-oh. <laughs> so really good? No, like ass. <laughs> you went to A&Dubs today. I did. A&W's good. <laughs> it's so funny. If you think A&W's so good, and that you can't think McDonald's is ass, because you're just lying. <laughs> I said that because then you would Yeah, like it's just it. a troll job right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but did you like Justice League? It sounds like you did. Um, sounds like you didn't hate it. I didn't. I didn't. Okay, I, I didn't hate it, but it's it's not, it's not something that I'm itching to watch again. 
So, so like DC, uh, I figured out today actually stands for disappointment continues. So, um, yeah, nice. yeah. The, Can you go ahead and hit the? Uh, one, I don't know. Wah, one of those wah, sound wah, effects wah. there. Yeah. Do we have an air horn? <laughs> So well done. <laughs> um, and, and I think that's the problem with the, the DC universe. Like, um, like in the comic book world, at least under DC, they've got this premise of uh, Elseworlds stories. So you've got like your canon stuff, which they retcon whenever they want to. Um, but then they've got these sort of standalone things that are intentionally not supposed to follow or ever like be part of that character's arc in their life or whatever. It's just a random offshoot. Nothing that happens over here matters at any other point within the continuity of the DC universe. So these, like the way that they've been making these movies almost kind of feel like Elseworlds stories, even though they do kind of tie together because it doesn't really feel like they have an end goal in sight. They're just, Okay, we need another movie, so let's make one with this character. Yeah, it's been it's been enough months. Time yeah. to make another one. Yeah, so like you look at like Marvel, um, they have where, a huge where they've chess got, game that they've dude, set up. Yeah, they, yeah. They've got it like yeah. plotted out to like twenty twenty five. So every time they put a movie out, everything lines up. And it all connects. Maybe not like directly, but you maybe will. It'll connect to a movie from like three years ago or something, but DC just seems very not planned. Like it, <laughs> we're we're just gonna make it up as we go. Yeah, it's too off the cuff. React yeah. reactionary. Yeah, and and not nothing like tone wise that's consistent. Like their universe feels like it's a different. Well, it is. But it feels like a different director every time. Whereas, um, and of course, Thor's uh, going to be the exception to the rule. But most of the Marvel Thor? stuff, the, the the last one, Ragnarok, it's it, it's a departure. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of like the way it feels as a movie, and um, but still within the universe. But all the other movies, I would say, kind of have the same tone. They all feel like they're part of the same universe, and I think that's because. Um, like at the head, you've got someone, uh, Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige. Well, yeah, he, there's an actual plan, and it feels like yeah. they have an end goal, right? Yeah, like. They're, but they're, what I'm saying though is that like there's one person at the top, and he gives the yes or no to various ideas. Like there's one, at least it feels that way. I mean, I'm sure there's other people that are doing their thing in there, but ultimately, I would argue that probably he has the final say yeah, in what yeah, he goes does. or what doesn't go. Whereas the DCU, I don't think there is anyone that is necessarily, you know, pulling all the strings. It's just a bunch of random people throwing shit out there and committee. seeing what's going to stick to the wall. <laughs> so did this movie, like, outside of any connections to the rest of what we've seen before, what did what did this movie do for you on its own? Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, the, the, the reasons why... It felt entertaining to me is that, like always, it's fun to see these characters on screen doing superhero-y things. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we've had a big screen flash, but we've had 
the Marvel version. So even that is not the Quicksilver yeah. version. Yeah, well, yeah. it's like weird we, also that we have him on TV. We have a TV flash, that, yeah. exactly. And and Wonder Woman, which was for me at least, uh, growing up as a kid reading comic books, was one of the. I mean, she, it wasn't completely disinterested, but it wasn't a character that I necessarily was like itching to read about and follow her adventures. And out of the DCU, she's the most interesting character yeah. that they've put out. So I think that's kind of cool that there's that total flip for me, at least. I'm so... As I've loved Wonder Woman so much, and I think that that it's so disappointing how she was handled in this one. In, in Justice what, League. In what sense? Well, you her don't think and, she had enough on screen time? Or? Well, I think they definitely went back to, like, look at how sexy she is. And, like, when they showed the... Uh, the warriors at her back on her the like everything looked different and it was much more about like look how sexy these women are and not the male gaze is on display here big time like you can you can tell this was not i i prefer patty jenkins to direct wonder woman thank you very much i i don't need Zack snyder giving us upskirt shots and yeah the girls are showing their tummies yeah why do i need to see your belly button yeah it's pretty bs i think he's an idiot (laughs) Um, Red, (laughs) what did you think of Justice League? This movie was bound to suffer from the beginning because you're trying to introduce us to a whole new arrangement. Like, that should be a story itself. How do they get together instead of squeezing that into... Like, you can't have a big boss battle at the end. We don't have time for that. And Aquaman... We had five minutes to meet Aquaman. Cyborg as well. Yeah. Less than that, maybe. Yeah, you summed it up very well earlier, you know? You said, uh, oh, explosion in the lab. There you go. Woke up in the hospital. <laughs> Story, <laughs> Story done. done. That's, that's your origin right there. Yeah. And uh, what we're just going to put you in a sweatsuit to cut down on the oh, effects. Yeah. He's terrible. And it's a, it's a character that we really we desperately needed an origin story for because nobody knows who the fuck cyborg is yeah he, no one knows you this could character. just call him like mcguffin because he just can <laughs> do whatever you need him to do he's ex machina yeah he's uh well so um besides some of the clunky uh business that is necessarily going to happen when you hammer new characters and um try and fit characters that we do already know in together like this um i thought the flash was really funny yeah i liked him that mm-hmm. was probably joss whedon i think bringing that in yeah that was my impression yeah did you did you well i mean ezra miller is kind of a obnoxious funky comedic guy i think there might be a bit of him there as well yeah you but that's probably why they cast him right well he came on well before joss whedon was involved right so well also like that that bit the ADR thing when there was a line that Batman gives that's really silly. Uh, most of the movie, the the funny lines all come from Flash, and I'm not going to spoil it. But uh, now that you're talking about the mustache syndrome, I'm wondering if that was a case of Whedon saying, "Oh, let's make this light." Well, that's what they brought him in for, right? Or that's that's what his forte is, I suppose, is undercutting a dramatic moment with some levity and humor right that's whedon's always done that yeah um i appreciated the humor in this though and i thought that it actually tied it together a lot better um i think 
I, I, you know, I, I don't think that the dark and gritty thing is always right. I think it's usually wrong. I don't think every movie is the Dark Knight or a Wolverine. So cool it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Justice League, especially like we're going to get some aliens and shit going on in here pretty I, soon. So. I, I actually kind of expected because it was a uh, Snyder film that we would have a black outfit Superman. I fully expected him to come out. Is and, that kind of like Spider-Man getting the weird alien suit? Kind of, yeah. But Superman like, has had some cool outfit changes. Oh, he's had a, a number of... Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember all these. I, I kind of want to see the death of Superman like in the comics, right? Where all four different Superman come back. Like steel. Like a steel guy. Then the other's like this weird... There's an android guy. Android, like a there's Terminator a thing. Superboy. There's a teenager. Yeah, and there's another guy with these weird glasses and stuff. It was yeah. cool, man. Um. Okay. Justice League. What do you think, Scott? What in the fuck is this movie? Um, <laughs> it's a, a cash okay. grab. I liked, believe it or not, I had a better time watching Justice League than I did watching Thor Ragnarok. No. Yep. I, uh, you, you, are, you were wrong. I'm a monster. I, I, I'm not going to go so far as to say that it's a better movie um, All right. All right. because I know I would get crucified and I can't necessarily make that argument they're about the same though um same same but different expectations are a funny thing they really are yeah you go into a movie like thor ragnarok which has insanely strong reviews the word of mouth's crazy people love it and we love taika one of the you know top marvel movies ever fucking made and i really did not care for thor ragnarok based on me coming in with those high expectations, Marvel movies set a high bar. You know, there's so many of them, and there's so many that are really good um, that it's hard to say. If this is the best one, which I heard a lot of people saying, then those are pretty high goals to meet. Thor fucking sucks. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. That's, That's hyperbole. I gave it a six on the podcast, so n- did not care for it. Um I might end up giving around the same for this, but like I said, expectations are weird. I came into Justice League with none. I did not want to review this. Um, I could skip it. Like I think we all could literally have skipped this movie. No, I would have seen it. You would have seen like if if you had never seen Justice League for your entire life, what would you lose here? What would you lose? But how would I have? I know you run a podcast, but... What do you mean by that question? This does not feel essential in any way. It's kind of like what you're saying. These are just fun little spin-off things that have no real consequence, right? Mm -hmm. Where the Marvel movies end with something taking you to the next chapter. Every single one has a little bit more of a consequence within the greater universe. This did, in a sense. I mean... I guess, but... Because... You could reset the world again if you want. Well, they will, because that's Warner Brothers. <laughs> but ultimately... Course correcting all the time. But ultimately, like, in the Marvel Universe, we're not going to have anything other than, like, when it's all wrapped up, said and done, it's just going to be like, well, you know about new places and people. Okay, cool. And that's all DC is doing. They're just failing to realize that they're drawing from a smaller pool or f- drawing less elegantly from the pool. And, Nobody and, and knows about and comic oddly, books anyway. Oddly right? enough, both companies, I just thought of this now, are basically following the same track. Marvel is building up to Thanos, an overpowered giant alien. DC is building up to Darkseid, mm-hmm. an overpowered giant alien. 
So yeah, DC is not doing anything unique or on its own. Every single thing they're doing is is parroting a model that is working like gangbusters for <laughs> Disney and Marvel. <laughs> yeah. So they just they're so jealous. They they feel so left out. They're dancing with nobody at this sweet party. Um and they and they're just desperately trying to find somebody. But they've got Superman. How is that? But isn't that amazing? Like Batman and Superman are the two biggest superheroes of all time. Yeah. But here we are wasting them. Well, no. But here we are. <laughs> Most kids are wearing like Iron Man shirts and Ant Man shirts and stuff. Deadpool, literally shirts. Deadpool. When is we like... were children, Iron Man was like a D tier hero. No one gave a shit about Iron Man. He was my favorite. Come he on. was a lot of people's I favorites. I have, I have a really, <laughs> I have a really dope Iron Man comic. But these were characters that were low on the totem pole, uh, and it's funny, sort of how much, like how iconic some of these lower grade Marvel characters are. And it's a testament to how well Marvel's doing. You can't even make this fucking work with Superman and Batman, the two, two of the greatest creations of fiction that humans have ever made. The fact that I'm sitting here saying that like Thor, like, like when I was a kid, I could never have cared for a second. And about Thor, a third A third Thor movie, and mind like you. the fact that this movie is, I, I had so much fun and I was looking forward to it, and I enjoyed so enjoyed it so much, and that Justice League was actually kind of disappointing, in based on what it could have been, but it didn't disappoint because, you because you have no expectations. So yeah, that's why I think I'm I'm kind of okay with it. I have to be careful here because last year I gave. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse, I think a 7 out of 10, which is completely ridiculous. That movie's bad. <laughs> yes, but I saw it on the heels of BVS, Dawn of Justice. Ah, uh, so, so what happens like, then? Yeah, yeah. Comparatively, it for, is better than this but one. See, this is yeah. way better than Dawn of Justice. It, it is, and it's way better. It's better than Dawn of Justice and Suicide Squad combined, I might argue, <laughs> which is incredible. <laughs> yeah. Suicide, or, Justice League's a perfectly acceptable movie. It's full. Which is a, a lot that you, it's a, that's saying a lot from what we have so far, which is Man of Steel sucks, right? This movie's so flawed. And Wonder Woman is the only good thing that has come out of this entire five or six film run that we have. Yeah. And they didn't learn a thing. No. No. Like, it's the no. best one by a mile. Yeah. yeah. And none of, like, I don't understand how they're so blind. It's it's you would That's think this mean. would like, be a lot easier than it is, and I blame Christopher Nolan. I actually blame Christopher Nolan because by the time Dark Knight Rises came out, they let him complete his trilogy. That's when Avengers came out. So they are Marvel is so far ahead of WB. They might as well give up. They well, really they really should. What happened? At least trying like, to ape Marvel, you're never going to get there. No. Why did they? I don't understand. It's not like there's two ways to do it, right? It's not like there's just light and and funny and dark and gritty. But for some reason, every DC property just has to be like... Dark and gritty? Yeah. yeah. And you, you might say that Marvel might deserve to be dark and gritty maybe more than DC. Well, like we should... Yeah, I mean like... Because DC is like the old school style, uh, you know comic strip kind of the comic book heroes yeah right like heroes superman bright colors and batman taking them to justice right no Um, no blood making them to jail so 
we begin Justice League the way you really should begin Justice League, and that is with cell phone footage. Oh my god, dude. When that came on the screen, I I legitimately was watching going, is is this the same actor? It it looks nothing like Henry Cavill. So for no. the uninformed, Henry Cavill grew what is perhaps the greatest mustache in world <laughs> history for Mission Impossible 6. No, no no joke here, guys. The fact that they he is contractually obligated to keep that mustache is just it just illustrates how amazing that mustache is. And I want to ask you, wouldn't it be a lot easier to CG a mustache on him rather than remove it? So I know that you're 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 basically giving all this post-production work to a movie that has nothing to do with this. Like Mission Impossible shouldn't have to do all this extra work because you needed reshoots but, on a movie that should be fucking done already. Not, not even CG. You just give him a, like a piece. So you when it, you glue it on his face every day before you shoot. When they made Justice League, they figured this is going to be great. We're gonna, just going to have another dark and gritty tone and everyone's going to love it. Oh, wait. BVS just bombed and uh, we need some reshoots. Everyone hates this. Henry, can you come back? No, I can't. I grew a mustache. And I'm not shaving it. I'm so not allowed. We're going to digitally remove your mustache in all of the reshoots so that you know it's a reshoot whenever it's happening. Right? So God, if you want to so know bad. if it's a Joss Whedon scene, we're just going to announce it based on a fudgy Your upper jelly. lip's going to look kind of weird. There's going to be some jelly on your upper lip briefly. Yeah. So Rogue One came out last year and everybody fucking hated the, the CGI, right? So we spent a lot of the movie of Justice League Grand Moff Tarkening. <laughs> I am in the minority. Henry Cavill's here. upper lip. I didn't even know. Not even. I didn't recognize that Moff Tarkin was all CGI. So, so you were blind. Not, yes. not even the upper lip. The other thing that, that drove me crazy about this movie is Steppenwolf. Well, we're going to get there. Um, before we, we do... We have to fight some parademons on the roof. <laughs> so Justice League begins with Batman fighting demons. Well, he's like stopping a bad guy just to make him scared. Um, so to, these, to attract the because parademon. he thinks there's some kind of demon problem in Gotham. Like this sure doesn't feel like Batman. This just feels like some guy fighting it felt vampires, me, like Constantine or something. This some felt shit. like a, a game. Like, it felt like it was out of... Like uh, a training simulation? Out of, like, Gotham Arkham, uh, uh, Arkham, uh, Asylum, yeah. Arkham Asylum or something. I, I didn't necessarily have a problem with that part of it, because he is Batman. He is, like, quote-unquote, the world's greatest detective. So, to lure in his, you know, subject, I could see him doing that. And who, who else is he going to scare into that amount? To pull the the parademon in, I guess. But these were this this the rules of this world don't make any sense. I, I know we're but thrown it, into this weird sort of fishing game to, 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 to catch these weird fear creatures. There, there are they other, have to tell us so much at the same time. Scott. I know, but there, there's so many other ways they could have introduced that the parademons and all the rest of that shit. Don't forget Superman's in a dead. Smarter way. Well, yeah, and we, we have get to a, tell you a hundred times. We have to do a giant info dump. So let's just do another Watchmen style opening credits where everything's in slow mo and we play a Leonard Cohen song yeah. while we kind of show you, you know, newspaper clippings. For some fucking reason, David Bowie and Prince are aliens or something. What is going on with that? Yeah, that was an that was that's like a tabloid newspaper. So it's it's commenting yeah. on the fact we lost these two 
amazing musicians last year and and in in the world in gotham they the connection the conspiracy is conspiracy theorists said the aliens went home because superman went home and died or whatever oh, so, so that's focusing on minutiae here so fucking prince and david bowie are also super it feels like some men in black shit where you know oh michael jackson's an alien get it because he's weird exactly that that's what it is i don't think uh, Zack snyder should be allowed to listen to Leonard Cohen music anymore. <laughs> Your band. Um, and only Patty Jenkins is allowed to direct Wonder Woman. Like, you just she, can't. You can't. Why didn't stick they give the her the fucking movie? You know what would be really neat? Because she's like, a woman. You can't she do that. did Wonder Woman so well. Let her do Justice League. Yeah. But she's in they didn't. Team. They didn't know how good Wonder Woman was going to be when they were shooting this garbage, man. You know, Wonder Woman exceeded all expectations, notably Warner Brothers' expectations. Yeah. What movie, like, is she on, lined up to make something now? Number two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the male gaze is just on display, right? Crotch shots, everything. It's so obnoxious. Oh, Wonder and, Woman's super hot. Um, Which I didn't think once during Wonder <laughs> yeah, Woman. Yeah, you never even get a chance to think that because it's not relevant. No, she's just kicking ass and killing Nazis. But and this is so suggestive and alluring. Look at how beautiful all the ladies on this <sighs> island there, there are, are. There are a few shots of Gal Gadot's butt that, that are just oh my god, co- that, completely ridiculous. Oh, like, yeah, just that, like that, that jumped out at me when that scene happened. I'm like, a are scene we of seriously? Are we? Honestly, getting a close up of Gal Gadot's ass yes. for no reason. We yes, are. we are, Mike. This is happening. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, uh, yeah, that shot's. Ret- I'm. It's. Uh. Yeah. Matt, Zack Snyder gets yeah. so lazy too. Like, are you I serious? Know. I know. It's pandering. Um. So we're here to assemble the Justice League, right? Do you feel like we get any real reason to put a team to get? Like, does Steppenwolf's arrival? necessitate that the Justice League uh, be put together? Because I think you could have just... Dade, we just Superman. Come back to life. You fight him. We literally don't even need to go. Yeah. Because the thing that I liked about Avengers was we, we have uh, like a, a large threat. Like Loki steals this Tesseract and the threat that looms at the beginning of Avengers 1 is is big. It's bigger than anything we've seen in any of the movies. Yeah, everything keeps scaling up. Leading up, yeah. So, oh, what do we do? Well, the fuck? We, we got to call everybody in. Yeah, and, but when and, you have Superman... But you don't feel that in this. Like, I don't feel like we needed to assemble the because, Justice League for this mission. Because nothing in the previous films indicated that anything was, was, was coming. Was on the horizon. Yeah. Yeah, there's, like, a, there's a threat that we all are going to eventually need to team up for. Like, like, like at, at most, we have that closing scene between Batman and um, Lex Luthor where he said, you know, whatever the closing line was, like, he's coming or, you know, whatever it was. Well, what a, I just think what a waste that, like, they just gave us Flash and Android and Aquaman. They give each of them five minutes and they're like, here you go. Yeah. I, I will admit, I did like Billy Crudup in this movie. He shows up out of nowhere as Flash's dad, right, in the prison yeah. uh, scenes. Like, love Billy Crudup. Didn't know he was in this. Kind of maybe into a standalone Flash movie, maybe? Yeah, of course. It could be fun. Shouldn't like, we have had one of those before we had a Justice League we movie? We definitely yep. should. They should have pumped and the brakes. Yeah. Android and... Also, Aquaman. Yeah, I know. These movies should not be coming out after your assemblage film. You're right. But I do see a lot of... Um, the, the Flash movie, I think, could be really good if you put it in the vein of 
Spider-Man Homecoming. Absolutely. If the Flash movie is just a straight comedy, then I think we might have something there. I don't know why you would even bother making a Cyborg movie. That is a fucking recipe for disaster. Disaster. Yeah, no one cares. Um, Does he even have his own comic? (laughs) Yes. He's like, I can just do everything, and I know everything, and I'm a computer. Are there not other DC characters we can... roll into this i mean green lantern doesn't work really on screen and so it doesn't match with this. him so right the, the, you see some green shit flying Martian around hunter is also supposed to be that would have been more interesting i would have dug that a lot more that to john me jones makes, yeah to have him come to see at least if you had him in here then he, you could have used him as a reason to get the team together because he could have said Oh well, you know this Steppenwolf guy showed up at at the the crash site. I know who he is. And isn't John Jones really powerful too? He's like the Vision, kind of. Yeah, sort well, of like he, he, he can fight take, with Superman. He can take any shape, kind of thing. But he's afraid of fire. Deal. Yeah. Who's John Jones? He's the Martian Manhunter. Like he's literally from Mars. Okay. Okay. He's part of the Justice League. Yeah. He, um. But yeah, so we can get into the backstory now, which is the worst villain in any comic book movie that I have ever seen. Steppenwolf is hands down the worst villain. Easily. Name a worse villain than that. Please. Mm. Malekith from Thor no, Dark World? No, um, uh, Iron Man 3? 2. 2. The electric whips guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whiplash. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was that pretty was bad. pretty who, bad. Who, who was that? Does that... Um, That's the wrestler. Yeah. Um, Mickey Rourke. Mickey that Rourke. was garbage. He did, he basically got that because he was coming off the wrestler. I think yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Um. Fuck. That's it's a bad not, one. It, it, oh, it's oh, not oh, even oh, his oh. fault. It's just it's a bad character. The um. The what's his name from the Iron Man? The what's his name? The Mandarin. I like that. The, the non bad. I like that. But like the that fact cool. that they've they've like the real Mandarin. From they the retcon comics. that in. They there is. Oh, all hail the yeah. king with Sam Rockwell. They actually kind of brought in a real Mandarin. It's cool. Yeah. Um, but yes, I'm going to say Steppenwolf is the shittiest villain because they. This is where the screenwriter kind of. I'm going to go on break now. <laughs> One of the many times. So here's the story. Here's my here's my son's going to fill in. The director for me. director comes in. Like, um. Uh. Yeah. Chris Terrio and uh, Joss Joss. Um. What is Steppenwolf's backstory? <clears throat> I, I, I want to remind you, I need to go on break, but I will write this. Okay, backstory. Breaks Step, in 15 minutes. Yeah, Steppenwolf was born to conquer. <laughs> I'm going on break now, though. <laughs> okay, what's the weapon? What does his weapon do? I don't know, but he was born to conquer. So it's just, he conquers and his weapon conquers? Well, you see, he's got these three cubes, and when he puts them together, he, he makes the world that you're on a version of his own... It conquers your world. Well, it just converts it to his home planet. Yeah. So basically, we're we're rehashing Superman. It's it's Man of Steel exactly again. Yes. Right. Isn't that that what General Zod was going to do? Like re, uh, like terraforming. Yeah. Yeah. Terraforming. Um, I'm terraforming too. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's uh, original and creative. (laughs) But but, uh, but you go ahead and go on. I will say this: that we didn't. Oh no, we did. I was going to say we didn't get a giant beam from the sky. Yeah, we did get a blue beam. That's how you knew that that he was there. The boom boom tube. Yeah. I do kind of like how parademons feed on fear. Um, But again, I don't know who they are and what, what, where they come from or why they're even here. There's just these weird ass. How they know that you're afraid. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but Steppenwolf, uh, d- did you look up, by the way, that they're Canadian? <laughs> We're going to find that out later, okay? You can do that. I, I actually, he doesn't have a phone, does he? No. It's impossible. The, the central action piece, I thought, in the tunnel, uh, on either end of this movie, pretty much dog shit. But I did have a bit of fun in the middle section, where you got this weird, like, bat crawler. Yeah. I've never seen a bat it's a drive really, around it. Like, it's a weird vehicle. It doesn't yeah, make sense I, yeah, I know. Like, to what? build a vehicle that moves I, I, like that. I know. But yeah. I feel like we've seen a bat sub, a bat jet, a bat, you know, pod, like a weird motorcycle like, thing. What is the function of this, this one? That's it, what I was thinking. It's to switch it up. We have got Batman in all different it's just vehicles. just to be a different vehicle. Now it's like a weird little spider tank. It's like it goes in caves, but like not really effectively. Like it's kind of can, can climb walls. Climb the but wall. Not, only like a little, not, not really vertically. Yeah, as soon as we start climbing the wall, uh, the action sequence ends. So it was, it it was going to get cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. the fuses all go. So it just uh, is parked. I, I will give this movie credit where Suicide Squad and BVS do not get any, is that the pacing of Justice League is pretty good. Like, yeah, we really move quickly from scene to scene, and we're jumping very, very rapidly. There's good comedic timing, too, to keep it light. Let's be honest, guys. Like, this, comparatively, expectation-wise, we did okay here. Yeah, Yeah, we did somewhat okay. This is fine. Because the, 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 the pacing of Batman versus Superman... Which has no reason to be two and a half hours. That movie's In fact, bad. Justice League has way more of a reason to be a, a longer movie than any of the other ones have so far. Yeah. And this feels like there's a chunk missing. I feel like this movie's been cut down and so much is slashed out of it. Um, and I feel like Joss Whedon's, st- like the ensemble additions do somewhat work. I mean, you can really tell when, when the jokes start flying around. Like this is clearly a Joss Whedon scene, co- yeah. right? Like the scenes that jump out as more like based on camaraderie. They're not really advancing the plot in any way. They're just there the banter, kind of. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that's one of his skills, and I think one of the reasons that the pacing is better in this. That's one of the things he brings to the table is he can, you know, put in a, a little bit of dialogue here and there, and he humanizes because no one else seems to do that. Yeah. Batman doesn't have to just talk like an asshole all the time. Yeah, yeah. He he has some fun lines, I guess, here and there. They yeah. they feel like Joss Whedon's just shaking a pepper shaker on all his characters. Like, everyone is, has a sense of humor now. Ooh. Yeah. Like, we're all human beings. We're all funny, right? Yeah. We're all human. I, I think that kind of struck a chord with me as well watching this movie. Like, yeah, what you said is right, that he doesn't have to be, like, standoffish all the time. Batman, but at the, the same time, I kind of felt that they went too far with some of the stuff they did with him. Like, there's one specific scene where, like, he's in the middle of a fight, Superman comes in and he's all like, cracks a grin. And to me, that was like, no. It was a digital Super- grin, so don't worry Super- about it. Yeah. Su- Spider or Spider Man. Batman yeah. is like a super stoic guy. I can see him, like, having shits and giggles and laughs when he's like out of the suit and hanging out in a chill time but like in 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 the moment i don't see bats like Wee, go guys like that's just not who that no, that's what robin's is. for yeah i don't know the thematically little bit of a mess we can probably get into spoilers i think i think so Rose. 
I don't know if it's a spoiler to even say Supes is in this. Mm, Probably it's, not. It's implied we, in every way from the trailers. I know, I know. But he's not really in any of the marketing. Like, he's not... They're trying to pretend like it's a reveal that he but comes it, back to life. So are we... This is spoilers for... We're there. Okay, yeah. We're already in it. All right, so yeah. We're they deep in. Somehow bring him back and so, the Justice okay, League is okay, okay, united. Okay, wait, wait, wait. My favorite part is how Ben Affleck says... Hey, we don't know what the fuck these cubes do. Maybe they can resurrect soups. I don't know. <laughs> like, even if there's a fraction of a chance, right? This is another situation where the screenwriter went on like, break. It's like, break is right now. There's fucking pizza in the cafeteria? Dude, script is due. Oh, yeah. Okay, Bruce Wayne just says some shit like, maybe, uh, maybe there's magic and maybe it'll resurrect him. We'll just try it. Who cares, man? Let's go get and, pizza. And, and again, this just goes back to if we had a character like Martian Manhunter, who we could have easily excused having knowledge of how these things work or what they could do. Uh, yes, this that, is the Emneo uh, 9000. <laughs> Whatever. Simply like, combined the MacGuffin cube. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't the even... center panel. I don't even understand. So one of the cubes was given to the, the Amazons. Mm. Another was given... Atlanteans. To, to the Atlanteans. Atlanteans. And then the other one was given to uh, to Miles Dyson at Cyberdyne Systems. No, that was actually Joseph Smith. <laughs> yeah. They dug up the gold, uh, yeah, the gold yeah, plates. Yeah, that's, uh, that's nice. the whole... The Mormons that's got really it all mixed cool. up. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So somehow Star Labs got a hold of one of these cubes. Luckily, because now we can resurrect soups. And the only person who can do and, this and is, the, is the Flash, right? We got to bring the Flash because he can charge up. He's really uh, electric. Is that a thing? So he can touch the if we we need to turn the cubes on, but the batteries are dead. So Flash will be the battery, right? Right. Do I, I guess. Have this? I, I guess it yeah. works. It all works. I, I Superman returns because wait, that's a different movie. But he again, <laughs> Superman returns again. Justice League two part one and point five. Yes, <laughs> Ezra Miller is fine. He is obnoxiously likable. Um, I don't know if I like. I want to know his, his story. overall performance, but he is slightly irritating. I think maybe purposely so. I think so too. He he remains relatively likable in some scenes. I I did like the racially charged yeah, line where yeah. he's trying to become bros with Cyborg, and <laughs> it's not working out. <laughs> no, it, no bro fist. It is it is pretty good. That that humor misses more often than it lands. The humor didn't necessarily work 100% of the time. but Yeah, there's a lot of flat jokes and in there, that movie. And it's low-hanging fruit, right? Like, yeah. these jokes are not... We're scraping the shit off of this here. They're, yeah. they're not... It's definitely not gold. And the resurrection of Superman, I thought, was actually pretty decent. They kind of fucked up a lot of opportunities. I wanted more. So like, did I. Because the, the beauty of the first Avengers movie is how many beat-em-ups we get between the members of the Avengers, right? Like, there's a fight between Thor and... Iron Man and Hulk and... Hulk and like, Thor. Yeah, every, watching Batman and Superman really duke it out would be good. We already saw that. Oh, wait. Yeah, we already saw that. I kind of thought they missed the boat for an opportunity for the rest of the Justice League to now grapple with, oh, fuck, Superman can kill us all, and he doesn't know who he is, and he's kind of, like, but at odds with his own powers, and he's completely like, out of control. And Well, this is the failure that, like, Batman would actually... Batman would not be taken by surprise like that. Like Batman yeah, no, would, would figure not at all that, that it's yeah. not Batman. And he, I, he would have a contingency plan. I guess more, they, more they, than just getting the shit kicked out of him until he says, 
bringing the big guns. Well, there is a reversal, right? He, he asks, Superman asks, do you bleed? Which is... He's quoting him back. Yeah, I thought that was all right. But then they fucked it up by having Batman lie on the ground and go, yeah, pretty sure I'm bleeding. Which is is just stupid and silly, but it... I guess it works if you know what tone you're going for, and they clearly don't. But but that's the thing. Like I was saying before, there's there's tonality throughout the film, but then you still have to keep the characters who the characters are. Yeah, Batman is not a guy that cracks fucking jokes. That's right. Um, I Alfred did, would crack wise. Yeah, him, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Batman would not. And Robin is the guy there for. Um, but the part that I did like in this resurrection scene where Superman's figuring out who he is before we bring in the big guns which are Lois Lane's big gun Lois Lane's guns um there's a cool scene where Flash come on guys (laughs) there's a cool scene where the Flash is like running circles around Supes yeah and then I really dug this part yeah where Supes just slowly turns and glares at the Flash and you know the look on Ezra Miller's face is priceless yeah that's this is clearly the first time the Flash yeah the Flash has never had anyone look at him when he's in this speed world no one interacts with him on the and then the line that came to me was faster than a speeding bullet right so these this is when comic book heroes are at their best is when people have like an innate knowledge of what a superhero can do and what their powers mean and what they're sort of uh what what they mean if they're battling against another superhero and how these powers mix um this was a great scene and and they kind of come back to it in a stinger where i i spent the rest of the fucking movie wondering who would win in a flash. race? Speed Bros. I love it, man. That's the yeah, kind flash, of questions. Right? These are yeah, the flash. these are the nerdy questions that I think comic book movies should really be about. Yeah. Um. And and yeah, like Flash has to be faster because then why would you even have a character called Flash? Right. If Superman's faster than well, him, no, there's lots then of Superman there's is lots the Flash. Of overlap. That's no, total, I know, but that's a miss. That's a uh, if he I think is faster wrong... than the Flash, then it defeats the purpose of even having Flash. No, yeah. I disagree. Lots of characters have the same powers as lots of other characters, and it doesn't defeat the purpose of having them at all. That doesn't necessarily. Well, then maybe Superman's a dumb character. How about that? Superman is a, the dumbest character. Yeah, he is. He's a ridiculous. He ruins every everything. other character Be- because he because has. He's so overpowered. It's like he's the answer to every question. He's like, got laser eyes. He's got super crazy minty breath. He's bulletproof. He's bulletproof. And ironically, he's like the first superhero ever made. Is the stupidest one. Yeah, he can. He doesn't require. Well, oxygen. he wasn't. At the time he was made, he wasn't what he is now. Oh yeah, they he couldn't fly. He wasn't really bulletproof. All that shit. He could literally he could leap over a tall building in a single bound, like the Hulk. He just jumped really sweet, stronger than a locomotive or whatever. Um. So the final battle at Chernobyl, where the roots are flying out of everything, didn't really mind it. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, it makes no fucking sense, but. I don't fucking know what else you're going to do here because these movies are all the same. Like, if you think that the end of Justice League is any different than any of the other Marvel movies, you're just fucking kidding yourself, right? There's no, a MacGuffin. They're all just looking for a big battle. A MacGuffin and a bunch of energy. But, 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 one thing I will give them is that the bad guy gets away. Does he? Yeah. No, he, he, he goes off in the boom tube. He gets jumped on by the parademons, but the boom tube comes and 
He sucks him up while they're eating him, though. Yeah, like, they get sucked up too. That doesn't mean that he's actually dead or dying. I kind of I kind of like that he gets consumed by his own fear and demons. But the kinda thing kinda that I th- that I dug about it is that the normal thing to do is to prop up this bad guy, the paper bad guy, and then at the end of the movie he's dead. So you never care about him again, and you're never going to see him again. Whereas Steppenwolf got away. I don't think he got away. I, I do. I think he's going to come back with Darkseid. Oh, I hope not. They're definitely not bringing him back because no one likes Steppenwolf. He's the worst character ever made. He is garbage. God of War villains are cooler. Dude, he he's more <laughs> he's more terrible to me because they decided to go the same route they did with um, uh, Doomsday by making... And with Doomsday, it's acceptable because the character is crazy. Just a ninja turtle. Yeah. Yeah. But, but with Steppenwolf... For the love of God, why did you make a full CGI character? It's it 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 doesn't look good enough yet no, to no. to go there. It would be fine for, for me. What they should have no, done? No, it's the design, man. You can totally yeah, get away with a CGI stupid. character, man. He looked really Who stupid. Ever designed his stupid pink lips and dumb helmet? It's well, the most generic design. Like video game designs are way better. Yeah, but the thing is, is that with that character, if I think if you had actually done him with practical effects and yeah. then done like, you know, like some off shots where you show a full body and you can see he's got like horse legs, cool. But I think the character would have come across so much better if you had a real actor with a real face. Yeah, like the He-Man per- Masters of the Universe villain. <laughs> what? You you remember that one? No, Doctor. No, what is his name? Skeletron. A Skeletor? No, that's from Turbo Kid, right? Skeletor. Skeletor. Yeah. Skeletor looks. You got to We got to check out the Dolph Lundgren. Uh, oh, I've seen it. Oh man, I, I've seen it. He's got a big gold thing. Basically, Steppenwolf wishes on a good day. <laughs> like if he was going to the Steppenwolf dance. Ooh, uh, by, by the way, Steppenwolf is from Toronto, so. Pretty cool. Uh, one thing before we wrap here, I did really like the the scene where Ezra Miller, the Flash, saves four or five peeps, and then he looks over at Soups, and he is carrying an entire apartment building. And he's just like, yeah, that was good. I mean, go this way, I'll go that way. Those are the the nice moments where you're kind of making fun of the the powers that each one has, and and we're here for fun anyway, so. Stop fucking taking this so seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wish we had more shit like that. Uh, and the stingers, I mean, what do we say about those? Is it Deathstroke? Is that? Yeah, yeah that's, Deathstroke. That's who he is. So Which sl- is really funny. Slade Wilson. We're actually bringing the, the character that Deadpool is making fun of. Yes. We're actually going to treat as a real character? Yes, he is yes. now being introduced to the DC wow. Pantheon. Isn't this a good... Like, it's, it's so a good funny idea, right? that they both exist still in in the comic book world and, and are ongoing and continue to be, you know, coexist. I The fact that they're being brought... Like, Deadpool was brought in because we needed this, like, sort of... He's he's emblematic of the times, you know, with the breaking the fourth wall and everything. The, there's no reason that we need Deadshot, Deathstroke, Deathstroke. Yeah, Joe Manganiello, right? I think is is in. So the the idea main, we don't really need Deathstroke here. But guns and swords, man. 
They should have brought Joker or a dead shot. Like, Will Smith should have come. Any of your villain characters, bring them in. But the main thing we're just getting across is the Injustice League is being born. Is that it? Some They want a league of their own. Cool. So Rosie O'Donnell's going to be. Yes, Madonna, yes and Madonna and everybody. So I guess we're going to be excited for a series of films that are... Lex Luthor leading a bunch of fuckheads. No, against- it's going to be one movie, and there's going to be five minutes given to each villain, and then oh wait, Suicide Squad. <laughs> Guys, that is Justice League. It is not good, but it's certainly better than a pile of dog shit on your <laughs> breakfast table. Do we have to give it a number. I'm giving it a six out of ten. The same score I gave to Thor. Um, again, expectations. I don't think it's that bad. Expectations are a funny thing, and and it really matters what you have seen and what you think of all this bullshit, and what you expect out of a comic book movie. Because if it's nothing, this is completely satisfactory. Right. So this is a C movie, right? So I'm giving this like a a seven. Are you okay with that? Yeah. This is my. This see, is I your X Men Apocalypse. Yes, exactly. This is my X Men Apocalypse. Mm. I. I may regret it in the future, but I don't think you so definitely right will now. because I lose. I wake up in the middle of the night and I go X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm. Yeah. But at least I can be. I can like think about Ezra Miller like looking at, at, uh, at Android when Android walks up and he's like, oh, like he's not wearing the sweatsuit the first time. Yeah, he's like, gla- those are really nice little eye, like very sly eye moves and yeah. A bunch of his jokes are not jokes; they're just how he looks at stuff. Yeah, yeah. Ezra Miller's quite good. Uh, Mike, what is going on? Well. You're giving this a rough score, I think, aren't you? I gave it a six. Hmm. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good either. So it, re- it accelerated mediocrity right? is really what happened here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like a, this movie's a medium. It, uh, it it missed on a lot of opportunities that they could have had. It overcomplicated things it didn't need to, and it relied on a lot of unnecessary CG. And I was really disappointed with Aquaman. Yeah, he had nothing to do, did he? Yeah. It, it's not even that he had nothing to do. Yeah. Like I, I like, I don't even want to say I like Jason Momoa. I, I've I've liked things that he's done. Um, I don't understand why he's Spicoli. I don't yeah. like. He's, why is he super spicoli? He's like, Hancock of the sea. Yeah. Why is he a drunk? But no. Why is he? Um, why did he talk like he's from California? I know. Yeah, like I know. what? And, and a stoner on top of well, that. Well, I mean, it, it makes sense if you look. at Aquaman is by far the lamest comic book character in the world. So they 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 got to make this guy a fucking hell's angel. I don't think Aquaman has to be lame. No, he doesn't have to be lame, and they that's what they were trying to do here. They cast Jason Momoa to make everybody swoon or think he's yeah. fucking badass. So this is like Captain Tryhard. The idea was, <laughs> yeah, you better believe Warner Brothers wanted people to come away from this saying, man, the most badass character was for sure Aquaman. Did you see his scale tattoos? He looks so fucking buff and dope. Bro. You know, I gotta say, I did, I did dig that scene where he entered the tunnel and split the water. That, that was pretty ill. That was a nice entrance for Aquaman, right? Like, yeah. oh, we're underwater. And then as soon as the thing busted out and he comes through, oh, nice, yes. But the fact well that he done. Was, like, he was there. I know, it's so stupid. But it I, that is a nice use of Aquaman. Yeah. It doesn't we make any explain sense. Explain why but, he's there. But the last time we heard, he was talking about how he never would ever go to that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, that's our review of Justice League, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you see the movie, 
you agree or disagree with our takes, please email verticalviewing at gmail.com. Uh, it's a step in the right direction. Yes. Right? It's not so bad, but... We're, we're getting there. We're they, slowly they getting there. It's some, it's some backward steps from Wonder Woman, though. Uh, next week on the podcast, we're going to review three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. It's a special episode, folks. Well... Under the Skin's coming as well. Yeah, it's a birthday episode for our for our friend Scott. It's not really that special. Um, yeah, where can we find you guys on the internet? Are you guys on that thing or what? Mostly Pornhub. Huh. So go to Pornhub <laughs> to find Mike. You can see him live. I'm not going on there. Uh, you can follow me. I'm at Scott Wilson BC. That's with two L's. Uh, when my pixel arrives, I will be back on Twitter <laughs> at Jared underscore Sergeant. Yeah, and you can find me as a uh, ghost of Jim Finch. Nice. Yeah. Um, you can follow the show at Vertical Viewing. Go to Instagram, follow Vertical us. Viewing Podcast on there. Share us. Uh, yeah, Vertical Viewing at gmail.com is our email address. If you want to donate to the show, there's two ways you can go about this, right? Uh, a long-term relationship That'll be patreon.com slash vertical viewing. Uh, sign up for your hydrogen, helium, or lithium level subscriptions there. Help us out every month. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, tell you, us. Well, you get back catalog access, right? You can yeah. tell us what to review in addition to checking out all our old reviews. Jake Gyllenhaal stuck in the vault, so help him out. We've got some commentaries up. Yeah, that's for everybody, though. Um, so if you want to just check out what Patreon's all about, Go there. We have a review or a audio commentary of knowing the masterpiece starring Nicolas Cage. Find out if it connects to Dark City. It does. Spoiler. It does. It does. <laughs> uh, but yeah, all the other goodies on Patreon.com slash Vertical Viewing. Chappie Snowpiercer is a shitty movie. I like it. I um, liked it. Hey, cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm alone on that one. Yeah. Uh, Superman Returns is better okay. is better than Justice League. It actually ages like wait wait Superman Returns better than Justice League. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah yeah. Shit, dang. <laughs> okay, well also go to uh, verticalviewing.com for all of the vertical viewing content. Click the donate button. Help us offset costs of seeing movies, putting on the show, sticking the internet pie in your ears. That's how you let us know you love us. Yeah, you can also check out our articles on there. Uh, hopefully. By next week, maybe? Who knows? There'll be a nice article from Jared. Something fresh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. You can uh, go to iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn Radio. All sorts of podcast software is available everywhere. And, like, wherever you listen to us, you should press the like button or, like, the thumbs up. iTunes mainly. uh, Give us a five-star review. five-star. Yeah. Just max out whatever rating system that thing is. Yeah. Um... Are there any final thoughts from you fellas? Nothing? What's going on? Um, Thanks for listening. Yeah. Keep it vertical. <laughs>